0: Welcome back to another episode of VHS Files presents the horror section. This podcast contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. Now your hosts, Josh and Jason. Enjoy the horror.
1: The space vampires are coming. The space vampires are coming. <laughs> I love it. They can stay where they need to be. Some of them can.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back to the VHS Files presents the horror section. My name's Josh, and here we're here with Jason
2: and Eric is joining us again. Hello, Eric. Hello. It's good to be a special guest once again he's a recurring special guest we pay him extra for multiple episodes i'm here more often than not but i'm not in the intro so (laughs) right as far as i'm
1: not in the intro i am a special guest there you go you are (laughs) special eric you you are
0: definitely special (laughs) uh,
1: considering i think he picked this special movie that we're going to talk about
0: yeah, just to give you a little bit of insight into our, our shenanigans here with the horror section, it's typically I have a text thread with Jason, Eric, and I, and we just kind of throw movies out there. We're like, hey, we should do this. Hey, we should do that. Well, Eric came across today's uh, movie that we're talking about, which is Toby Hooper's Life Force.
2: They watched. They waited now their time has come out of the depths of space the ultimate terror moving searching destroying
0: from body to body from life to life from man to woman changing
2: growing burning for our life force
0: And uh, he's like, let's do this one. It looks good, which I had the movie on Blu-ray. Um, other than that, uh, I think everybody else had a hell of a time
2: getting hold of this thing
0: <laughs> without commercials, at
2: least. Yeah. I watched it on uh, what's that shit called? Hold Pluto. Yeah. Yes. I watched it on Pluto TV. <laughs> now the, the running time of this movie on IMDb at least says uh, an hour and 26 minutes uh, on the, on pluto it's two and a half hours wow (laughs) because of commercials (laughs) well so i really went through it here to watch this thing and i had
1: never seen it before i should say yeah i think i got the director's cut because my cut was over two hours
0: yeah i think the one that i got or the one that i think i have both cuts on the blu-ray but i think the one i ended up watching had to have been the director's cut because it well it may not have been two hours, but it goddamn sure seemed like it was two hours. It longer. was a
1: seven hour movie. It's the Snyder cut, it's the Hooper cut of this movie. Dude, it's- I honestly
2: hope you guys hated this movie because <laughs> you dragged me through one crazy summer recently, and that uh, was dude- rough
1: one crazy summer is Oscar quality acting compared. That is the
0: Godfather compared to this one. Let's just get into <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, directed by Toby Hooper. He had previously come off the Texas chainsaw massacre and the fun house. And then poltergeist, which, you know, Steven Spielberg directed that, but his name's on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he probably did some of it. He did some, so, just something. a little bit. He, he was like, just, I had a chair with my name on it. And I sat there. It said Director. <laughs> He <laughs> did the director, but Steven did all the work.
0: But after those movies, I mean, he got a lot of, of acclaim to fame with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Poltergeist kind of put him up into the upper echelon. After that, he got a three-picture deal with Canon Films, and he did Life Force, Invaders from Mars, which I own and haven't seen, a story in my life, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2.
2: Uh, other than that, hey, I mean... He, I don't like Part 2, really, so we... We can get into that. But hey. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2? Yeah.
0: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, we'll talk about that on another date.
1: <laughs> hey, but he also went Happy on to, to do it. He also went on to do a top-notch uh, horror movie called The Mangler. Did anybody no. remember that one? I have not no. seen The Mangler. Never okay. seen it. He did the Salem's Lot TV miniseries.
0: I started that uh, last year
2: and didn't Ooh, finish
1: it. I want to see that. I I okay. have it and haven't watched it. I have it. But the number one thing that really Toby Hooper is uh, remembered for is he directed the Billy Idol music video for "Dancing with Myself." Yeah, that's what he's known for. <laughs> <laughs> Not bringing one of the biggest horror mm-hmm. icons to the screen, you know. Now that. Nobody remembers him for that. It's funny you
0: bring up Billy Idol because he was actually approached for the lead vampire role in this movie. Did you guys know that? Oh, boy, I did not know that. I did not
2: know. No, I did not. I'm going to have a hard time defending this thing (laughs) if that's what you're bringing. I mean, could you
0: imagine seeing Billy Idol walking around nude instead of the girl in this? I mean, that would be- Wait, wait, wait.
2: You're saying the lead instead of the girl? No, no, certainly not. He would have been one of the the other guys.
0: Let's see here. There's no
2: way they- the, the intention is clear with this film.
0: In and, February 1984 Billy Idol had said to have been offered a lead role as a vampire by Hooper which he directed because he met him when he was directing Dancing with Myself but turned it down due to touring commitments
2: I still think in the, the wording lead role you could still think it, he would be one of the male quote unquote you can, male aliens You can think what you want there Eric you, he, uh, Dude <laughs> this movie is too much about sex and too much about boobs like yeah like too much about men being unable to control their urges like to make billy idol the lead alien is not. are you nasty. saying men couldn't control their urges around billy idol i it mean it would be an interesting movie maybe a more interesting I mean, movie back in the back in the watching 80s, a bunch dude. of straight dudes lose their shit over <laughs> billy idol alien but he uh, wouldn't be dancing with himself
0: anymore it'd be a white <laughs> wedding if you know what i'm talking about
2: <laughs> oh no oh, oh he no went
1: there and that'll be it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, but the one good thing is, at least in this movie, we know Josh saw pubes. We
2: oh, know yeah. he saw
1: pubes in this one, so that, yeah, that was taken care of. The pubo-meter went off the charts. <laughs> well, she, she, it was nicely trimmed for her, but the guys, they were I saw they're a little bushy down there. So.
0: All right. Well, this was released <laughs> in June or June of 1980. No, that's not right. 1985. 80, 1985. See, I can't even do research, right? This thing had a budget of $25 million with a box office of a whopping $11.6 million.
2: Oh, no. Didn't even make half of its budget back.
0: I can understand why. Uh, This was released amongst the likes of these classic horror films. Return of the Living Dead, which this is ripping off. The Stuff, which this is ripping off. Day of the Dead, which this is ripping off. Oh no. Fright Night, which this is ripping off.
2: And <laughs> Demons. Ah, it's a vampirish movie. That's it.
0: <laughs> demons, which I haven't seen, but I I, I could probably assume it, it probably that it ripped rips something it off, off of it.
2: Well, yeah. de- I can see some demons here, but again, these movies all came out the same year. You can't, they were all in production at the same time. No. Maybe they, they all ripped off Life Force. Why am I defending this movie? I don't know. Yeah, I no. didn't like it that much
1: not well, a clue <laughs> but like but like josh said when he brought us in for the this evening is uh, the original title for the movie was the the space vampires yes they, well it's based on a book called the space
2: vampires yes. right sorry right?
0: and the original plan was for this movie to go forward being called the space vampires but apparently the bigwigs at canon was like oh that sounds too much like a b horror movie we want to give this thing something blockbuster status so they changed it to life force
2: I have a theory that it would make more money if it was called The Space Vampires.
1: I think it would Actually, have. Actually, I read some things uh, while doing the research for this that people said at their 9- or 10-year-old cells, or maybe 12-year-old, they would have been more inept to go and rent this movie if it said The Space Vampires on the cover of the VHS instead of Life Force. I mm-hmm. I can only, like, Life Force
2: does not at all, and the box art, frankly, even, it, even though it's a little weird. Yeah it does not communicate how insane this movie is. Right. And if people knew how crazy this movie is, good or not, people like watching something crazy and this shit is crazy. Well, from what I understand, this does have a underground cult
0: following. Um, I did not see this as a kid. Mm -hmm. I actually picked this up when Scream Factory released the special edition years ago. And that was the first time I watched it was when I picked up
1: the Blu-ray. Jason, did you see this when you were younger? Uh, I saw it as a teenager, probably like, 15 16 years old when i was getting when i started realizing i wanted to watch these movies that directors of other movies i like i mean because obviously toby had done nah, nah.
0: 15 16 years old i know why you watch oh, this boom, fucking movie dude. Sir. <laughs> you
1: gotta have you gotta have something in the spank bank you know what i'm saying but uh <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Hey, he's talking about white winnings and Leave i say this spank man. bank really editor <laughs> editor bleep this man he but is a beep. dirty what boy I, no really is like you get into it and of course yeah you hear from your buddies dude this movie is like total like nudity through the whole movie which it pretty much is but the it thing is is, yeah. is is like i mean i knew that toby hooper had done poltergeist and of course texas chainsaw massacre and i was like well i love those movies let's check this and there's a reason i don't think i ever finished the movie and i don't think <laughs> i ever went back to it because when eric put this up to let's watch it i'm like I know I've seen this movie, but there's a reason that I don't think I remember it, and I think I figured that out in the first 10 minutes why I never really (laughs) finished this movie. What was it? It's the first 10 minutes of the movie. It's all you need to see, (laughs) and we're going to talk about that. (laughs) But what made you turn it off? We're talking
2: about the nakedness? Is that what you're talking about? No, I know
0: Oh no, that's, that's what kept him that's watching it. That's what kept me it. watching oh, okay. it, but
2: <laughs> I mean, literally- uh, I think that the beginning is amazing. Like those sets, the 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 space sets, it reminded me of like, dude, okay. it, get your finger off the-, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, Listen, those sets and some of that, that shit reminded me of- We just Say watched it. Superman. Say
0: we just watched Superman. Superman.
2: It's so funny, dude, because I wrote down in my stuff is like
0: the cinematography has a very Superman seventy eight <laughs> feel here.
2: Yeah, man, I and in, in a good way, I think. I mean, it, there's some. I mean, you want to talk about that budget and where did it go? It went to some of these space sets. No, and it no, went the, the amounts
1: of cocaine that everybody
2: was no, doing no, while making this movie. It went to these space sets and it went to the outbreaks stuff later, which is. Awesome, also awesome. uh, awesome. Yeah, say. I'm, I'm, we'll get. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna well, go. I
0: will tell you where a majority of the budget went for this. I mean, you've got Toby Hooper who was coming off Poltergeist, so I mean, he got a paycheck on oh, this. You had uh, Dan O'Bannon wrote the screenplay with Don G- John, Don Jacoby. Uh, Dan O'Bannon, who's famous for writing Aliens and working with uh, Carpenter early in his yep. career, which the beginning of this movie really reminds me of Dark Star. I don't know if you guys have seen Dark Star; it's Carpenter's first movie. It's like a I've student not seen film, it actually. Uh, but this has a about. lot of the feel of of Dark Star. Um, also, I mean, uh, you've got Canon Films was known for forking out a bunch of money for movies at this time. That's why they went bankrupt quite frankly. Uh, but I mean, you had a lot of big names attached behind the camera on this. Now in front of the camera, not so much.
2: No, but not at all.
0: I can absolutely agree with you, Eric. This, this, this looks like Superman 78. And it also feels a lot like alien in the beginning, in my opinion.
2: I like the space stuff.
0: I will say going into this, the space stuff is the most uh, it, it's what I'm drawn to the most and kind of the mystery
2: behind all of that. This, this stuff is like, they're entering an organism and it, it, you know, like you're seeing as they float through, you realize they're like microscopic
1: organisms going mm-hmm. through this much larger life being. This stuff is all cool. Right, we're talking about movies that ripped off just what you just said, because I actually had this in my note, man, Eric is referring to mine and Josh's notes that he doesn't even know what we wrote. It is so much fantastic voice
0: 1966 Well, see i can't i can't compare i have not seen fantastic Voyage.
1: well whatever it is it came out a long time I mean, ago. obviously that's a concept that
2: that can go back i mean yeah. but i mean you but- know it, it looks great i i think that all that stuff is some of my favorite stuff in the movie honest and I, i'll admit this movie i'm not it's not like i'm saying this is a five-star film or anything but i can tell you guys are about to shit on it oh, so yeah. i'm gonna play you the, ready i'm gonna <laughs> oh. play the side of defense. I do definitely have my issues with this movie, but I'm going to go ahead and take the positive side on this because it'll be fun.
0: Well, i i didn't <laughs> I didn't write a ton of notes for this one. I I, w- I watched it in two sittings. Again, i I'd, I'd, I'd watched it one time before. It didn't leave that big of an impression on me, but watching it this time, it was very tif- difficult to get through. Uh, <laughs> but. Th- Yes, the space stuff I do find intriguing, and I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm liking where that's going, but as soon as that is over and we get to Earth, I am completely devoid of any kind of, like, I, it just goes completely downhill from Dude, there, in my there opinion.
2: Is,
1: there is a, a good lull in the middle of the film. Uh, like, it, it, in the middle? Uh, it's about 15 minutes in <laughs> through the end of the movie. But, uh, no, I mean, honestly, truly, it probably would have been a better film if they would have just stayed in space. I think yeah, it would have I, been a better movie. And I
0: I think what hurt them in that regard and why they probably didn't well, – I mean, it's based on a novel. I think the novel probably goes to Earth at some point yeah. in it, but uh, which I, I don't know. I haven't read that. But you also have a lot of movies that were taking place in space, Aliens – for one and, and just like they probably wanted to change up where they were going to be within this yeah. so naturally go from space to earth it is very mysterious to see these people in these vacuum chambers uh one very attractive young lady two other i would say moderately attractive men say it they're attractive
1: they're, they're, they're attractive
2: the, the men, men are just yes, as attractive yes, Josh. come on well it, one it, of them embrace- is a- one Just of them is
0: at very attractive chizzled. because he is he is Mick Jagger's brother.
1: Yeah. I about to say, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I about to say the one it was uh, a it was uh, what's his name, Chris or something? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Jagger. Yeah, his little it was his yeah, little brother. Bro-
2: I wanted to say also before we got too far, I liked the look of the space shuttle with the big like solar wings outside of it.
0: Yeah, that, Some of that, the design
2: that... stuff was interesting. Like I've not seen anything really like There's that. There's where the
1: majority of the budget went right there so, so i like panels. the
2: idea that it's in haley's comet so you you know it's not it's i mean you can understand their decision even better than alien because in alien they're like oh we shouldn't break quarantine yeah let's go check it out and this place is like you can't like we're here for this if we don't go into this thing we have to wait we won't be able to do it we'll be dead yeah. before this thing comes back so i kind of like that you know what would have made this movie better this movie is better than alien. You're fired! (laughs) Cut it off. We're done. (laughs) That's like my favorite movie. I'm not saying
1: that honestly, but Josh,
2: (laughs) that's why that's why I laughed so hard. Okay, we're talking about
1: a (laughs) comet uh, going in space, not too far from Earth. That's why we're checking this comet out and everything. What would have made it better is they got back to Earth. The vampires were killing them while motorized vehicles were killing people. Also is this a reference to maximum overdrive over, again over, another I one. knew it.
2: <laughs> this guy loves maximum dude. overdrive why he doesn't does. he get a, a soundboard no. bash because Only you said do, alien
1: huh? this movie is better than alien dude that no josh i don't get one that no it's not it's not <laughs> you can you can give me another noise but when that's gonna trump anything when you say this movie was better than alien but this, like, even like you said, I mean, most alien movies we see, you know, uh, they're all like, oh, look, we found this thing. Hey, let's find these people floating in space. Let's just take them back to our ship. Who cares about right. infectious disease or getting taken over or eaten by green people? You know what I'm saying?
2: You're right. I mean, in alien, in the whole Alien series, the whole goal is to keep that alien from getting to Earth. I mean, yeah. uh, which I'll say is kind of interesting that we get to get to earth here and we get to see what happens when something that can really be like an outbreak. I, I think some of the zombie stuff at the end is some of the best zombie stuff I've seen. I, I will put that. Some of those outbreak scenes through the city hit the button. look legit. Hit a button, Josh. Hit a button. <laughs> no.
0: I, I, don't I, hit the button. I, I will say, Yes. I'm agreeing with Eric on a lot of things here where I'm I'm trying to say like the space stuff and then going to earth. Okay. That's where I'm probably going to end up stopping to be honest with you, but getting to earth. Yes. But the problem is earth is a complete wet noodle. Like everything that happens while they're on earth is completely like devoid of any emotion, any sense of urgency, even though there's this zombie outbreak, like Everybody's moving at a snail's pace. And I think what's what's really ultimately hurting this movie for me is the actors, because all the acting here is god-awful.
1: The, the best actor you have is not even that great. I mean, we do get to see uh, young P- Patrick Stewart later in the movie, so that was kind of yeah. cool. And I, I have to fun. say,
0: even Patrick Stewart couldn't save this movie for me.
1: <laughs> his,
0: his acting is so over the top in this that I'm it like, is, oh, yeah. my God, like what what is it about this movie that is going to save it for me and unfortunately nothing did like Peter Firth couldn't save it for you no and I'll tell you who definitely <laughs> didn't save it for me and that was uh Steve Railsback yeah okay the, that the, one the,
2: I will not argue with you the the essentially our main character is
1: bad oh
0: the, the a, a turd could act better than this dude. guy dude like, <laughs> all right
2: um,
1: <laughs> like i said i totally forgot about the majority of this movie as a, from watching it as a teenager but as soon as i saw him the only other thing i really remember him doing are two films and he did the ed Gein movie which that's actually a pretty good serial killer movie where he portrays ed Gein. he did good in that
0: six degrees of separation yeah. you know texas so chainsaw massacre.
1: and yep. he was in barbed wire he was the ss okay. officer head guy that's really about barbed wire bam anderson you know that's it <laughs>
2: oh, this guy's talking about barbed wire tell me i'm wrong about this movie i've never that seen that movie
1: is better than this movie <laughs> just
2: i don't
0: know i, I it, could so probably I, can, but... I could probably join eric's team on that oh, one because yeah. barbed wire is awful no oh,
1: they're, oh, they're both horrible i would guarantee you that i yeah. mean barbed wire is awful
0: in a good way though this one, uh, like I, I just for some reason I am not finding any kind of redeeming factors in Life Force. I, I'm putting my cards on the table early here, but like <laughs> watching this movie was a chore, and it's because like I can't find anything to attach myself to within the story here. Um, even even trying to look at the set pieces or the makeup effects it all just reminds me of other movies. Like there's a particular scene of the body that has been drained of its life force or whatever looks exactly like the body from return of the living dead.
1: Got it in my notes, dude. Exactly.
2: Okay, it, fine. Maybe that's what a body looks like when it's been drained of its life force. I mean, I, I think this, some of the effects stuff in this is, I mean, okay. We, we've got like rotoscoping and we've got some like we've got some like dolls that are you know uh, you know their life force has been stretched out so they're you know they're super skinny they can't be played by a person in makeup that kind of stuff i, I don't mind that stuff i mean yeah it looks it looks dated but it's 85 okay i,
1: I think some of that stuff stands up all right frankly. this is where i did some extra stuff because i knew eric was gonna say that about 1985 <laughs> all right this movie with this special <laughs> effects and over the top whatever hey i know alien 79 is better okay. oh, effects no, no. than this oh, okay no. so i did my homework we're gonna we're gonna it throw some out there 25 million dollars and we get the guy that stands up and he's all sucked and like you say it looks like return of the living dead that looks better but let's say speaking of return of the living dead who came out in 1985 the the zombies and the way that movie looked they had a $4 million budget. Four. Yeah. Alien 1979, they all had 11. Poltergeist 1982, that Toby Hooper did, only had a 10.7. Star Wars, <laughs> The New Hope in 1977 had $11 million. All these movies came out before and look a thousand times better. Listen,
2: I want to say right now, I want to say right now that I've never been owned worse than Jason just annihilated me right now. Jason, I bow to you. You're welcome. Well, well done. What, that being said, I still think I wasn't bothered. <laughs> I wasn't bothered by the effects. The effects were not my issue. The issue for me was mostly the lead. No, that That, that's that dude, you said his name. I don't, Steve I forgot already. That guy is hey, bad. You and know why?
0: You know why you forgot his name? Because he's so un- yeah. he's, hes just fucking forgettable. Like right. he's, he's not good. But he, he did get to make I, out with Patrick
1: Stewart in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Which hey, <laughs> that's—I that, mean, I'd make I, out with Patrick I believe, Stewart. I mean, I believe it. I'm not gay, but yeah. no
2: problem. Hey, I do. The man is a treasure. I do
1: believe that it's even noted that it's Patrick Stewart's <laughs> first on-screen kiss. Really, that's interesting. That, came, that is that interesting. Came up on my things, you didn't know about life force mm. i was like wow okay <laughs> so there you go steve rails made out patrick stewart before everybody else did on tv you
2: know you don't even i mean you guys might have watched the director's cut or something like that but on my version you don't actually see them kiss he goes down and it cuts away before he Wait, he goes, goes down in. on him <laughs> <laughs> that's a completely different Whoa, version. Gosh. that's the tr- <laughs> for Shane. is that the triple x <X-X2> no parody? like yeah everyone in the room's like this is enough we can handle all this stuff you can put this man's (laughs) life at risk you can tell us that you you have a mental connection to aliens but if you try to kiss this man we are over over
1: it it. oh god but like i said moving through the movie we get everybody's back on earth the what the guard guy the space girl wakes up what's what's the doctor's name dr uh Bukowski, Butkowski, I don't fucking know. It's one of those characters names, but uh, he sees it happen. He goes down there and I think, I guess he's hoping he's going to make out with the hot space girl, which she doesn't even have a name in the movie. Her name is space girl. Well, let's, let's be
2: fair. Now. I, I understand we're, I'm just saying within the film. Okay. Within the film. So understand I'm not talking about the filmmakers or the script or anything, but within the film, this alien life force is taking advantage of these men's like urges Mm -hmm. like this life (laughs) form doesn't even have a physical form she or it made a female form based on our main dude's memories
1: colonel carlson is his basically name. the most beautiful woman he could imagine because yeah. we find that out later yeah. in the film that's exactly how she found out she right. dipped in so, his subconscious and made herself
2: yeah and and it is kind of an interesting idea that i don't think has been like played with too much maybe um what's that scar joe movie under the skin under the skin yeah. mm-hmm. a similar thing where you're, you're sort of preying on a men's sexual urges well, or whatever
0: now you're getting into something that i wanted to talk about is is This movie, other movies at the time doing things better than this movie, but there's a lot of things in this movie that you have seen later in movies, too. You bring up something like Under the Skin, kind of has the same sort of feel of that whole projection of female beauty that's going to, you know, overtake a a man. Um, That's interesting. This also feels a lot like Event Horizon, kind of have the same sort of like you know space journey there and all this crazy shit going on now that they they managed to keep that one in space so i think there might have been some influence from this movie that has gone out through hollywood later on after this came out but as far as this movie goes i'm still just finding it so hard to get through here's Um, a question
2: now i kept writing i kept thinking the word i wrote it once but i kept thinking the word procedural Because Mm -hmm. I I felt like once we hit Earth, we followed a relatively – now, not super realistic, but kind of a procedural – you know, context with the government, and it's like, okay, we got to try to right. seal this off. We got to, you know, we're, we're not totally believing what's going on yet. You got the scientist guy, you got the two guys that are investigating it. I kind of like the investigation. I think it definitely dragged in the middle of the film. I agree with mm-hmm. you guys. It's to me, like, yeah, i the beginning is my favorite, and then the end is, you know, like the climax, the third act. You might. Oh say. yeah, that the second climax, act right. is a bit of a drag. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I did, it did take me two sittings to watch this. So like, I'm not,
1: I'm not, I got you beat. I I did three, it took me three times to watch this. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I mean, I
0: I can't imagine having to sit through the commercials to get through this movie. Like I was having a hard enough time just getting through it without commercials. I'm not going to
1: be as hard on Eric. Then he did have to sit through this movie with commercials. I'm sorry, Eric.
0: Well, I mean, let's talk about some of the actors in this movie. Almost famous. I know that, dude. I
1: don't know them. I know her. Well, you, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What, what, that guy was in that movie that was out last year.
2: I'm sort of famous for being almost famous.
0: Fair warning to all the listeners out there. This is probably going to be a short Almost Famous and maybe a <laughs> non-existent bigger quote section this week. I, the only person I wrote down for this was Patrick Stewart, and that dude's famous as shit. So, I, I mean, I, I, I even did my research on some of these people, and I was like, I have not seen any of these people in anything worth yeah. a shit.
1: Well, my old most famous is who we were just talking about, Frank uh, Finlay, or Finlay. He, he was in Othello, yeah. and he got uh, three different nominations for that movie for Oscars. Uh, He was Three
0: Musketeers. The pianist. He was in the pianist. He
1: he played. uh, He was Van Helsing in the 1977 Count Dracula: The Return of the Soldier. He was nominated for a BAFTA award for that. So really (laughs) and truly, he is probably the most almost famous person on here because Patrick Stewart is is the most motherfucking famous of everybody on here. Everybody knows freaking Professor X and Jean Luc Picard. So I was gonna
2: throw Peter Firth in there.
1: Yeah, Hunt for Red October.
2: October. Uh, MI5 was a long TV show that he was on. Um, you know, he's been in things. But yeah, there's not much. There's not much going on here.
0: Yeah. I mean, in, in front of the camera, I mean, I'm going to stand firm on this. The budget did not go to the actors in this movie. I, w- I would love to see what Patrick Stewart's paycheck was. I don't even think he was that big of an actor at that oh, time. No. So, I mean,. Yeah, I think the budget definitely went to the behind the scenes of this movie, which is another another gripe I have about it. We'll get to later, but uh, yeah, I mean, I even with the research you did on these guys, I could not find anything that I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that guy before. Like it's it's like having to dig yeah. to try and find something. So I didn't really think there was a great nominee here, but
1: that's who I went with because I mean, doing my like I said, I didn't recognize him or anything like that. But per the cast, he is the most. Notable actor in the cast at this point in time of the movie. I mean, he like said, go on do the pianists and stuff like that? But uh, I mean, man's got nominated for Academy <laughs> Awards, so he's actually doing something right in his career. Yeah. True. And
2: I I want to mention that Peter Firth is not related to Colin Firth. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you said that. I had no <laughs> idea. I was curious. I,
2: it crossed my mind, and I was like, oh, I wonder. And then no, no, they're not. No, not even that fun.
1: But. Is that what we're agreement on? Uh, I think, yeah, I think. Can, there's can we something else to say?
2: Can we agree that there's just nobody
0: almost famous in this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, uh. Oh, well, well, back to what I was saying about Falada, Lala, Lala. Uh, I, his name, Professor Falada. Falada. I mean, like you said, the whole procedural thing, we get Colonel Kane comes in. Uh Falada, like you said, they're doing everything by the book. You know, they're trying to contain the situation of these supposed aliens. And it almost seems like Colonel Kane really doesn't know that they're aliens. They just know that they have somebody there. But Falada and them are talking about, you know, the guy got drained of his life force when the girl woke up. She escapes the building. Uh, that's crazy. Butt naked, walk around the building. But like you said, <laughs> the, these guys are just overtaken by her beauty. I mean, she is basically like Lilu from Fifth Element. Like, she's supposed to be perfect and that's right. kind of what they she, can't
2: they cannot think straight yeah, because they're completely take overtaken yeah, i mean she's her. a beautiful
1: and, woman walking around i mean he's taken from the most perfect images of colonel carlson's uh, mind of what a perfect woman should be uh yeah i mean not saying that she's perfect in everybody's eyes but i guess she is but i mean
0: so his imagination is better than his acting. Oh. Definitely, what you're most definitely.
1: oh way better but i do like <laughs> oh, way better. but like you said the pro- procedure thing they do take it by that you know let's contain okay let's do yep. some medical thing let's do an autopsy on our guy who got his life force sucked out of him and you obviously yeah s- i mean it's it's
2: very they're, they're going from place to place collecting clues like i'm not saying it's working but i'm saying that's what they're trying to do they're trying to put a a investigation into this but the problem is we already know what it is so the investigation isn't entertaining for us
0: yeah it's it's not helping the viewer whatsoever like we we already
2: know so if you don't know the investigation is interesting but if you know already then you're just waiting for these guys to catch up with us we know it's like
1: yeah they brought back three bodies that they obviously look they look human but they're walking around, okay, we got them from... And they're super hot. Yeah, and we got them from a spaceship in space. Okay, <laughs> automatically, they're fucking aliens. They're it, Investigation over. Lock them down. Don't right. let them out.
2: Contain, contain, contain. Yeah. Yes,
1: it, it should be contained. But as we learned from Alien 79, that doesn't always doesn't. work. I mean, no. it blows the windows out and just walks butt-ass naked. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. As Professor Falada is looking at her walk away. I I, yeah, mean, I think he's I, yeah. It's like you can catch her, bro. Yeah. Like get on your and what it is. She's me- let's get a let's get a, a fast walk Dude, going. You can catch he's her. He's mesmerized by that ass. He's just staring at her ass, walking away. She <laughs> don't even have to look at her She's <laughs> like staring you at know the what? ass.
2: You're 100 percent. right. I mean, it is it is almost it's unfair. We have all these men trying to solve this problem. This alien is is playing them for fools because well, this well, alien is, as far as I understand, after watching the film. Not any kind of gender. Oh, this thing is just a, a, an energy of some kind. Mm -hmm. So he's just, okay, we've got a, a male run society. This crew of in the spaceship is male. I'm going to show them what they want. And we don't see a woman get, uh, you know, we don't see any of these male aliens.
1: uh, Take like trick women no, no. Movie, do i think that there aren't really like the women th- there aren't really women i believe movie. like he's they were saying they're like a conduit they help pull the life force in to send to right. her because she is the beacon that sends it to the, right. the mothership wouldn't it work better if they're all girls probably right they'd be
0: able to they'd be able to spread out and uh cover things a lot faster That i way. mean it
2: seems to me like if you're if you're selling this case of the alien takes on the woman the woman form
1: and overwhelms the man sexually make them all that way but but i do like the fact like you said it's supposed to be men are just totally uncontrollable around her but yet we have a woman that she uh, drains of her life force. so hey i mean she's beautiful i mean women would think she's beautiful doesn't
2: kill her though just takes her form
1: no takes her life force remember the first one he that they they found doesn't kill her though no no, she died that's different that's later oh the next the one in the park was still yeah yeah. Yeah, remember yeah they yeah. took her in because remember you have a two-hour window that they have to feed again or they explode into dust so okay. <laughs> which i yeah. you know that's part of the procedural that i enjoy is is where they start to figure that out
2: um when they go to that one and they're observing it and it explodes to dust and then they go okay this one
1: two hours boom, okay.
2: dust like they start to figure that out that's Part of the
1: procedural stuff that actually works. Okay. And that's where I also have a problem. We'll get to that in a minute toward the end of the movie. (laughs) Go ahead, Josh. Well,
0: uh, and we've already talked. I mean, I'm not going to continue. Well, yes, I am. I'm going to continue to harp on this guy's acting, but we, you know, we find the, the, the rocket ship that, um, Colonel Carlson crash landed in or here, the the escape pod. And then he's introduced back into the picture. Now, what we don't know so far, I mean, we, we, we've talked about, we know all this procedural stuff that's happening is boring to me because I know what's happening. I know all of this stuff yeah. that's going on where where those characters don't. Where it could have gotten interesting was when you introduce Colonel Carlson back into the picture and he starts giving us the information of the psychic link. That is interesting. However, this guy's acting is so bland that I don't
2: care. <laughs> I just I just want him off the screen. No way. So yeah. I, He's... He's always kind of like freaking out, and he's oh, just not fun yeah, it's to over, watch. Like going, right.
1: he's he's taking Nicholas yeah. Cage past Nicholas Cage. <laughs> you know, he's going overacting, and he's I not won't argue and, with that. And, guys. and he's not even good at doing that. That's the thing. I didn't
2: yeah. like. I did not like him. I didn't like his character. It was not interesting. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, and if, if they could have built something upon, if, if you had somebody giving me a better performance upon building upon that psychic link to the to the female vampire and all of that, I probably could have really gotten into this, but it's just not working for me here. Uh, this movie is another case where I think a remake could help. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we've got all these, you know, we've talked about this on the show before where you've got all these. Companies making remaking movies that don't need to be remade. Like, let's with the conversation in Hollywood really needs to start revolving around what did we do that didn't work and how can we make it work? And you've got great examples of stuff like this out there. There's a good premise here. You get a good actor or good act get good actors. I mean, unfortunately, we had a good crew behind the camera on this, but ultimately that didn't help this. So this movie is prime candidate for remake. However, I just mentioned that movies have kind of taken some of the same premises from this. I mean, you've got under
2: the skin already. Right. But I I, I see what you're saying. I won't argue about that character. And I think that um, there's a lot of like telling and not showing in this Mm -hmm. middle part, you've got these like long monologues from Carlson yeah, just telling us all this stuff and there's really no reason why he knows it. He just says he knows it and we just have to go okay, I guess that's right. yeah, yeah. that's literally just like an info dump that happens quite a bit with him and yep. Yeah, he's he's not likable or interesting and he has no real arc either. So, uh I mean no one has an arc in this movie. I I'm defending it, you know, because I had fun with it. Um I had fun with some of the ideas in it. But yeah, the performances are definitely bad. I won't mm, argue yeah, that. I'm, and and I and yeah, the the character, there's really no character work happening here. Nobody is learning anything, or you know, I, it's all just stuff is happening, and we're here while it happens. Yeah. And,
0: Honestly, the best performance in this movie, I'm not saying it because she walks around in her birthday suit the entire movie, is the girl who plays the the space girl, like. I have no problem believing that she is an alien that is there to overtake.
2: I'm going to continue to disagree with you tonight because it's, it's fun for me. Uh, But also she's not really acting. Her job is to just keep a straight face for essentially the entire film. I think the best actor in this film is Patrick Stewart, even though he's hamming it up. Uh, But at least he pretends to be, Unknowing, he pretends to be one thing. Then he goes cuckoo, bananas. Yeah, th- this whole movie, shit.
1: <laughs>
2: well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying so hard. Dude, you are no,
1: grasping it. Thank the you. The short Thank curlies you. here. D- <laughs> You're for this. and it ain't working, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I'll tell you this:
2: performances, uh, character stuff is really not not here at all i like that dude for real that those opening space scenes and some of those scenes were there there's some composite stuff there's some stuff where they're just like floating from strings or whatever <laughs> cable. oh yeah you me totally know yeah. that some of that stuff is really interesting looking like i was watching this and i was thinking to myself how does nobody know this movie exists like whether it's good or bad like this movie seems forgotten unless you're some like sci-fi horror fan on well, twitter saying you like it like i most people probably don't know this oh yeah movie, there is definitely right? like Wouldn't josh
1: mentioned there is a huge underground following for these this kind of movie and other sure sure but, i just mean outside oh, of no. that i mean normal people do not know about the movie life i never heard
2: of this until recently uh
1: it, you know and i mean yeah
2: that famous image that if you google it, it's first thing you see the the lightning going from the guy's mouth to the doctor's yeah. mouth where he's right that stuff's cool man like i was vibing on that stuff i uh, you know the story was boring and you know.
1: well i thought it was but funny. like you're talking there were some cool ideas is all i'm saying like you're talking about like uh you know stealing stuff i thought like the whole blue life forces floating around was very poltergeist looking think about it sure you? gee i wonder why i wonder why yeah, like, a, yeah I, I mean me. lightning yeah, all that stuff yeah yeah but okay uh, but um, but we like poltergeist oh i love right? poltergeist yeah
2: sure it's all right yeah it's, all right. <laughs> it's okay i don't i i didn't watch it until i was all grown up
0: if so. jenny were here she would have smacked the shit out of me because that's like <laughs> her favorite favorite horror movie of all time
1: but uh i mean yeah and like you were going back to the character acting like the the whole the the falada guy i actually dug his character for the standpoint he reminded me because like, he's from the old school days he was very much the Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee type feel, like he is the Van Helsing here of our space vampire movie because he's doing the research and he figures out that this sword made of certain kind of wrought iron steel through the heart, not his heart, but two inches (laughs) below the heart into their life force center (laughs) will kill the That was a little convoluted, (laughs) yes. But it was kind of cool because it was a throwback to the gothic horror days. Right, but why
2: did he have that? why did he have that he's a scientist why would he have this ancient blade
1: exactly (laughs) again thank you nobody says anything about where he got this freaking conan looking fucking sword out of nowhere it's just like (laughs) they were like we need something to get this
0: movie going hey let me pull this sword out of my ass real quick it comes from out of nowhere and i'm I'm like I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> well, like you said,
1: like he's sitting there, and but they had mentioned earlier, that he had done these studies into life after death and the life force of people. That's the time they dropped the name of the movie like the first time. And mm-hmm. they were talking about that. And, and the one guard comes in, which is just a reanimated male vampire. And then he finds out that, Wow, this thing that I had laying around in my office for no reason killed it. And it happens to look like a gothic sword that they would use in, you know, the original Dracula movie. Yeah, he
2: just happened to have this ancient weapon in just his sitting around lab <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> he didn't do research into some early visit of blah blah blah. Yeah. Although they do later say, which this might this might mean some kind of cutscene or something, because they do later say that and and actually he says yeah. it. He says that the the lore of vampires might have come from this alien race visiting Earth before. Yeah, that's where I was right. about to
1: go with that. And
2: that stuff is kind of interesting, injecting, like, real lore, but, of course, it's it's a drop line in the film and uh-huh. a weapon, and that's it. Like, we don't yeah. – for all the time we spend trying to figure this out, they could have given us three minutes of the doctor right. in the library looking up something or, you know, oh, they – blah, 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 blah. Oh, let me look at this, da 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 da, you know, and kind of figuring
1: it out. We could have gotten three minutes of scenes and and everything, all the connective tissue would have worked yeah, much but better. But I like how they try to get away from the real vampire story. You know, it's a wooden stake through the heart. But no, it has to be a certain kind of metal, <laughs> a few inches hey, below the heart. In have you seen Board Blade? Center, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you've seen the movie Blade because
2: oh, it's not wood it's silver well you know they all have
1: their own thing of what kills vampires we know that that yeah i know i'm just saying it's like we're doing space vampires so our our space vampires have to be killed in a different way let's think real quick let's just make it where they stab them below the heart with this piece of metal instead of a wooden (laughs) stake okay let's go with it let's do do some more lines of coke and get back to shooting we're good I
2: agree that the the lower the heart because this thing took a physical form based on human life. So it should just be the heart. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I
0: I tend to really enjoy when the movie is smart enough to subvert my expectations of where they're going with something, especially like with vampires. Um, Some of my favorite vampire movies are the ones that play with the lore of vampirism just a little bit. You know, you've got your basic stuff there, but like you've got. Who let the right or who let the right one? Don't uh, god damn! I can't let even the say the right name one of the movie in. right. Let the right one in. Who uh, maybe doesn't change things very much, but they show you what, something that I had never seen in vampire movies before, which is what happens if a vampire enters without being invited. I like the idea of seeing those kind of things on screen. You've also got Thirty Days of Night, yeah. which. They play with the lore of vampires really well and that's one of the aspects sure. of that movie that I really like is vampires have to kill everyone in that town to make sure people believe that vampires are lore.
1: Yeah, they don't want them to know um, that they actually exist. Right, and, and like near it, dark. it's using near dark too. That, that right. I mean, it's a different vampire lore. They don't have the big huge pointy teeth or nothing like that or turn into bats. I mean,
2: right. yeah, I mean that's why when I hear the argument We've seen this stuff in other movies. I I will sometimes bucket because it's like, okay, yeah. But you know, you might have a vampire, but you're kind of playing with the vampire idea and you're expanding on it. And not all of it works, but there's some interesting ideas here, I think.
0: I don't really find the ideas here all that interesting. <laughs> I just think they try they, they they were grasping at straws and the ones they pulled are not that interesting to me. Let's go ahead and get into a bigger quote, because that's going to go fast. (laughs) You're going
2: to need a bigger quote. Jason, We hit us with the uh, tagline.
1: Okay, I actually found two. Uh Uh-oh, this ought to be interesting. Okay, you want to do the long one or the short one first? Uh, Let's do the long one. All right. In outer space, they unleashed a force more evil than the world had ever imagined. That's Too long, Dude, terrible. That's been like every movie here lately. They they write a paragraph for a tagline, uh, and then I think it's the one that's on the movie poster that Eric was talking about. As uh, in the blink of an eye, the terror begins.
2: Yes, that is the the that poster one. Which it, well, it sounds cool, but it is not at all descriptive of the film. No. Bingo. Exactly. I mean, in the blink of an eye, the terror begins. What's this movie about? I had no clue. (laughs) In the blink, we don't even really like... On the poster, they have a giant eyeball, you know, that's the same size as Earth on that box art. But in the movie, I don't feel like eyes are a focal point. Oh, no, it is. It's her
1: eyes. We do see her eyes, but I don't feel like it's like a theme or anything. I think it's what... Did you get that? I think that's kind of what they're going for is like the blink of her eyes. She takes you over and takes your life force. Because you do, like they keep zooming in on her eyes, and one time they zoom in on her eyes when she's, I think, on the uh uh altar, and she's got spiral contacts in. Yeah. Oh, there that is was... that. I do like the spiral contacts. Yeah, yeah. those are. I'm, cool. t- I'm totally going comic book with me. I was like, is she taken over by Null? Uh, I don't know from the Venom run because that's what everybody does is they have the, the thing the on writers, their head. Of course. Venom's <laughs> taken over by Null. You get the little twisty thing. Or is it... Well, uh, does
0: anybody have any quotes from this movie? Because
2: I don't. Oh, hold on. I do.
1: On. Let me see. You crazy? I have, I have one. Let me see if I can find it. Go ahead, Eric. Or you might take mine. All right.
2: All right. Well, my first one is, Use my body. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Uh, this one. All right. It was a more feminine voice. <laughs> <laughs> right, this one is taken from the scene. It's like, uh, it's when uh, Colonel uh, Carlson they meet up with the girl that uh, that the space girl is taking over her body. I think they call her Ellen. She's a redhead. Uh-huh. And it's like, she's a Santa masochist. She wants me to beat it out of her. And he says, you might want to turn away. And then Colonel Kane's, well, I'm a natural voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that was an insane he sits scene. Down, like, you're just like, like, what the fuck is going he sits on? Down, I'm waiting for him to just, like, gently unzip his pants. Go right ahead. <laughs> 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 I'm happy to watch. Please carry me, on. Do what you oh, need wait, to do he, with this. Ladies, <laughs> English, let me toss off over here in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead. Good Jesus. Lord.
0: <laughs> wow. That's the
1: only one I got that I was memorable.
2: All right. Me. Well, I have three. So oh, go right ahead. Uh, I'll say one. Uh, one is, uh, I think it's the, the guy alien.
0: Less terrifying if you just come to me. I'll do
2: just that. <laughs> and my favorite quote, and the best quote is Carl, Carl, Carlson.
1: For like what the two, hell is two, happening two, right, two, right two, now? For, for like 10 <laughs> minutes of the movie, it's. We're getting in the <laughs> We kind of harmonized <laughs> there a little bit, Josh. There's a little harmony yeah. there. Yeah, never done that before. Let's start it.
0: Tell you what, man, the '80s, something else. I've been watching fucking '80s ninja movies, and oh, there's some stuff hey, in there that's pretty which, laughable which too. Which
1: Canon, the company who did this, did a lot of those movies. Like it, it, every yeah, single one of them, yeah, I've in terms watched. Of the so Dragon, far. Canon did almost. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the thing about Canon. I remember the most. They did the missing in action Chuck Norris movies. They did yep. uh Breaking and Breaking Two electric boogaloo Uh, but yeah I think they did American Ninja uh, stuff like that dude but uh, yeah that's canon for you oh wait they did Josh's favorite movie too Masters of the Universe cannot wait
0: to talk about Masters of the Universe on this show it's going to be so fun it's going to be so difficult to defend
1: Be be exhausting. Well, so I want to get. I, I want to get now. We're getting toward the end of the, the movie here where everybody's doing a thing. We know Carlson can talk to her, they have a mental link, he has to go to her. This is the word part where he was talked, where we talked earlier about the whole two hour thing, and then how now London is totally run over. It's like the Walking Dead is taking over uh London, uh-huh. They're all vampires. Uh-huh. Why are none of them... Ex- they're zombies. Oh, yeah. or, no, no, they're vampire zombies. Remember? No, they're zombies. I mean, in the story, yeah. they're vampires, yeah.
2: but...
0: They're vampire zombie Bigfoot creatures.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's just throw everything we can okay. at them. Back to the two-hour thing. Why are these people not exploding after two hours? And why are- Well, because they keep spreading. Yeah, but I don't care. They're not isolated like the other But after people. two hours, they're going to blow up.
2: So... Only if they don't feed. I guess so. If they don't feed for two hours. But London on fire, you got Kane running through the dude, streets. He should he could won a gold medal
1: for the Olympics with that, dude.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously. This scene goes on entirely too long. It does, but so many extras, so many zombies. The scale of it, the 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 scale of the the courthouse ha- or what is it? It's the observatory, yeah. right? All the bodies on the ground, like him running from all these extras all these zombies i, I mean I, I was enjoying the scale of this this feels like a, like you think of your favorite romero zombie films you think of other zombie films you think of things like
1: um 28 days later
2: yeah 20 days later or, which is in or even like day of the dead <laughs> which is something similar to you know time-wise to this this showed a scale of an outbreak that was pretty big pre-cgi obviously we you know world war z and the remake of dawn of the dead stuff like that where you get like cgi crowds is it a pandemic when you (laughs) yes but when you when you you know when you look at these these street scenes and him running yes is the movie as a whole great no but I was like, damn, this is like in the middle of a space vampire thing. This is some legit zombie work here.
0: Well, I mean, Jason brought it up earlier. Uh, you want, we wanted to know where the budget went to this movie. It absolutely went to the behind-the-scenes set
2: pieces and all of those. Oh, songs. yeah. Yeah, set, you know, makeup. The scale of some of these scenes are probably unnecessary. But you, it does feel like there's, a, there's an outbreak in London. I mean, yeah. On a on a pretty big scale,
0: a space a space vampire outbreak in London is that the name? Yes. That's that's what the name <laughs> of the movie should have been.
1: <laughs> it would have been even better if they would have had David in his werewolf form running through London at the same time, killing people. Bam. <laughs> True. Now, Eric, yeah. you said this was your first time watch, right? Okay. Yeah. Did you not know that Professor Fallout was going to obviously experiment on himself with the vampire stuff?
2: Actually, I was going to ask you guys my break in time was there and I missed what happened to Dr. Falada. So I, I watched until he was having a, a conversation with Kane and then and then it was Kane like running out of there. So I missed like two minutes.
1: Basically, he had scene. So experimented he, on himself with the DNA okay. and he was turning, but then takes the sword with him yep. because oh, we got okay. it. It just
0: because it's still laying there in the body of the one that he impaled earlier. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. this could be useful to anybody else that's out fighting zombie. No, it's still sitting here in this fucking office in this vampire.
2: Well, I thought when he was saying it was like a, a lead steel I something,
1: think. I was thinking, oh, so bullets will work maybe. Nope no they don't nope. but you can't explode them remember he, they blew up the male vampires but they went into the, another body that was close to them so right I mean all the rules are a little murky here with yeah. what they can and can't okay. do well I'm gonna, well the rules ahead. aren't
0: the only thing that are murky in this movie yeah. I mean
2: all right Josh this is, <laughs> How about when the blood splashes on the helicopter I don't they spent a pretty penny on that blood because I enjoyed that quite a bit I don't even
0: I don't remember know. that scene
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's just it's like the breakout oh it's like when when uh when carlson and kane went to go see like the prime minister <laughs> in some government building and then they go oh there's an outbreak here and they just noped out of that building got yeah. back in there yeah. they didn't warn yeah, anybody they walked through the, the office and like things are starting to go awry and they're like let's get the fuck out and of the here prime
0: like, just the prime minister just comes in he's like i need to speak to you in my office <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's back here sucking the life force out of her like ah, ah, ah.
2: <laughs> yeah and they just leave a butt like hundreds to their deaths <laughs> yeah to just go you know what, we should probably get back on a helicopter and dip out uh, of here the
1: one thing I-, I wanted to ask josh all right we, uh, he was t- he mentioned the uh quote from the male vampire who just forms himself out of the life force at the top of the stairs leading into the cathedral area you know like he his body just forms and when he goes to kill him he turns into the full space vampire. What did you think about that? Because that to me looked a lot like Fright Night when he turns into the big mm-hmm. winged vampire and stuff like yep, that. Sure.
2: Well, or I mean, or, I... uh, or that movie you love. What's it called? Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: the Monster Squad, which is still Excuse me, <laughs> way better than this by a thousand miles, but. I will go ahead and admit
0: like one reason I'm a little off on talking about this one is because I did watch a really good vampire movie before we got on here and recorded tonight, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And, uh, yeah, the bat in that one where, when he's the big bat form and that, oh, that's some good that's shit. Some
1: good shit. That's real good. Even when he's in wolf form, which is,
0: yeah, that's a good vampire movie. Yeah, that's
1: um, a really good one. But I was just <laughs> wanting to know what you thought of, of the way he, the, the space, I mean, we saw them frozen that they took into the spaceship which they're like, we're yeah. going to put them in this protective net. And it's just like a cargo net from the automotive section of Walmart that they put <laughs> over the top of them and drag them. But it was good to actually, because we've always seen them in, this, in their human form. We actually get to see uh-huh. their actual form for a split right. second when before he explodes.
2: Well, I wasn't even totally sure, like, is that their actual form or is that another form they took before they you know, like, was that like another alien race that looked like bats that they took the form of? Like from the beginning, yeah. when we see the bats, I was like, are those another form that they took the form of? And those are the dead versions of those. Like, you know, like there's dead humans. Like I didn't know exactly. I actually have a note here <laughs> after I've been defending this the whole time. I have a note that says what exactly happens at the end? Because I'm not totally sure what happens with Carlson and Kane and the Space Girl. Well, what that's the thing, with, Car- well, that's the thing with
1: Carlson. Supposedly, he's one of them. And they... Because that's what she says. You've always been one of us. You were supposed to find us and bring us to Earth because you are one of us. And then whenever... That seems like a lie yeah, to Kane me. throws down the freaking dagger and he stabs both of them. But they don't die. They get transported up to the mothership and everything is good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it good uh, or, or did he like, was it like
2: Independence Day where they he, he sent like them up to the mothership after being stabbed and it like will spread amongst the mothership or... Like, do they just die and the mothership cuts its losses and leaves? Like, what? What's is the mothership a giant dick? I don't
1: know. (laughs) I don't know, you guys. It looks like the COVID nineteen virus under a microscope. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to subscribe
1: that the mothership is just a giant dick. (laughs) It's an alien dick. (laughs) Well, thing about it is, it's got the big flappy head, and then it's got the little tendrils at the end of it. It's an alien cock. I mean, we're obviously dealing with
2: some sexual themes here. You have this long thing and it grows at the head. It feels phallic. Right. I'm, I can't help but think that. And it's very organic. There's lots of like weird like, you mm-hmm. know, like organic sexual stuff going on this movie. Another it, th- it,
0: another thing that this movie reminds me of, the ship reminds me of sunshine when they've got to do the thing mm. in front of the ship yeah. to block the sun and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have what you un- mean to
2: say is that Danny Boyle ripped off Toby Hooper.
0: Is that what you mean <laughs> to say? <laughs> I mean, we're talking 28 days later. We're talking sunshine. I mean, everybody's hey, pulling from life for 30
2: here. days later in this movie. Oh yes. I wanted to point out we have a 30 days yeah, later. Cause in this remember movie. they go down. It says 30 days later.
1: In yes.
0: the- well, Danny Boyle didn't rip it off. He went two days earlier.
1: Oh. Yeah, he changed it. But you're talking about... You're, I mean, you're talking about it's just all this, you know, thing about sexuality. And it's funny, during my digging, I found a headline that somebody reviewed this movie. It says, it's the, the horniest bad sci-fi movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I was, That's fair. That's that, fair. That I, I also, also want to
2: say, I have a note here, so I have to get it out, but Carlson and Space Girl, okay? Like, the whole point of this movie is this weird sexual lust going on. I mean, like, we've got a big penis ship. naked lady right but when they make out when they make out it is not like it, this is the most awkward making out i've seen since i watched uh, i'm telling you it, dude. abduction with uh, taylor Lautner. <laughs> i'm telling you dude making <laughs> making
0: out scenes in the 80s are so bad like they're not it's like they were
2: afraid to really passionately kiss each other yeah hate, yeah hate, there, hate, there is hate. no chemistry considering she is Supposed to be the woman of his dreams, this this master seductress or or whatever succubus, and and (laughs) yeah, and when they yeah, just like a vampire, right? And uh, when they when they are like making out here, this seems like the most awkward Mm -hmm. like. Mouth, mouth touching I've ever seen. It doesn't mouth touching. No. That's the best way to describe it. Dude, it's like
1: two teenagers on prom night. They have no fucking clue. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm gonna, kiss your neck. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna kiss you over here. I don't know what to do. What are these things? What am I supposed to do with my hands? I don't know. Under here, yeah, it's the it's equivalent. Bad. They just,
0: they just kind of put their lips together and rub their faces together. It's like there's no, yeah, there's no bad. passion in it whatsoever. Her eyes
1: are open too for a lot of it. She's like.
0: Yeah. Well, she's crazy alien, wow. so. She's making hot. We can crazy forgive hot her alien. for that. We'll give her that. Well, do you guys have anything else to say about life force?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Before um, we get
0: to the good, the bad and the ugly. No, not okay, do really. We have let's a top let's kill? roll Let's
1: do a top kill. <laughs> okay. Top, kill? top kills.
2: I guess I'll go my top kill. I'll jump ahead here. I'm gonna take the that main kill with the uh, with the the, the the dummy guy that's already had his energy sucked off and. Uh, Should <laughs> <laughs> I rephrase yeah, that? Sucked off and the, do- <laughs> the doctor.
1: <laughs> when he sucks the life force out of the doctor, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> he said, "Sucked off and head. We're done. <laughs> sucked off head. There you go." We got it. Wow. Well, what has happened tonight? Hey, we're, we're, Hey, we're just a bunch of horny guys watching a half naked or a fully it's, naked woman walk around through a movie. We can't, we can't resist. This movie is all about
2: lust and sex. So we're, we're going to go there. It's
1: uh, unavoidable. Mine ties into Eric's for top kill. It's the doctor. They have him in the little cell and he's running around. And I love when he runs and he explodes through the bars of the cell and splatters dust all over everybody. I forgot Excellent. about that until you I just said it. That, that was and probably that the best great. explosion of the of the exploding. Some more
2: great effects on
1: this budget, y'all. Uh, that's where it went. Boom. You know, they spent it on the charcoal that they got down at the Walmart and burned up while they were barbecuing. That's where most of the budget went to food and cocaine. So, <laughs> get the munchies from everything. Else. But what do you got, Josh? I
0: I do not have a top kill. I, there's there's not nothing in this movie was memorable enough for me to write it down.
1: Did it kill your love for I mean the, Shut up. <laughs> the effect, the effects Josh, in this shut movie, up.
0: like I, I would say, the guy who had the life force sucked out of him. But I'm just thinking about the zombie in Return of the Living Dead. So I just, I don't know, guys. Like this was a tough, a tough Dude, watch for me. Like,
1: go ahead. But I'm like Josh. Did you not? <laughs> When I first saw that again, because like I said, I totally forgot about this movie. When I saw that, all I could hear in my head was, get the screwdriver out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: get to the good, the bad, and the ugly of Life Force.
1: (laughs) The good, the bad, the ugly. Can I go first? What? (laughs) We were waiting on Eric. (laughs) Sorry. I probably. <laughs> All right. He's bringing over his uh, trademark sound from sorry. the normal show. He's late on that. Go know. for I'm it, Jason. Go, uh... <laughs> go <laughs> ahead, Jason.
2: Please. Sorry.
1: Uh, my good. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. I like it.
2: Do continue,
1: please. I'm very sorry. I'll stop. I honestly. No, no I will. <laughs> no. Uh, my good, is when the credits started rolling. <laughs> uh i thought it was great at that point and i felt relief uh wow. my bad rude uh I'm, I'm sorry for the people who love this movie and and i'm a big time b movie c movie fan there are some horrible movies that i love but this movie was it's hard to watch I mean, it took me three t- times to sit down to finish this movie uh the bad and the ugly can all go together it's just not a good film it's ruined toby hooper's filmmaking career i mean he never made (laughs) another major movie again everything else was like tv stuff and that's even noted in the like the stuff what i was going through doing the research for that it's noted that it was his last major motion picture that he did for big time hollywood and I mean that sucks because the man brought us Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all this other stuff, and he just after this, I mean, it kind of ruined his name. It like just put a mark on his name. Uh, but that's.
0: I am. I'm. I'm interested to see Invaders from Mars. I have never seen that one. I. I don't know anything about it other than there's probably there's- Invaders from Mars
2: in it. Same, and I hope there's some space stuff in it. After watching yeah, this, there's
1: movie. a. They're probably from Uranus. So, <laughs> and with a flying dick spaceship. So, oh no! All right. All right, Eric, you're good, the bad, and the ugly.
2: Oh, uh, my good uh, is got to be just ideas. I, I, think this, you know, it, I'll pair that with effects. So mostly they're effects ideas. <laughs> um, like you say, the the exploding body through the bars, the scenes in space, um, some of the procedural stuff where they're kind of figuring it out. Some of that's fun. I, I the rotoscoping, life force sucking you know we got some some rubber you know rubber baby props. boogie bumpers we got some rubber prop people and things like that and not all of it holds up great but I, I enjoy it it's it's fun uh, bad I'm going to say is uh, I'm going to say the bad is just the, the there's just no real character anything mm-hmm. and uh, so it really is all about the spectacle I mean this movie is one you sit down for me at least it's about sitting down to just watch the craziness unfold. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I, the, the ugly is just it is the same. It's just bad acting, bad acting mm. and bad writing. but uh, there's some fun stuff in here, some cool stuff that I think is worth watching.
0: Yeah uh, well, um, the good, the bad and the ugly for me, the good I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy here and I'm gonna say um, Matilda May. The space girl. She's hot. Uh, and not necessarily for acting chops or anything. I mean, if they needed an attractive woman to move this movie along to fulfill its story, I think they cast a very attractive woman here. And and I think that's one thing it has going for it. Uh, that seems to be <laughs> very like I'm just in, in it for the sexual nature of it. But I mean, she was I, in the jackal never seen the jackal but
1: but to your but to taking over josh men and women alike would find her attractive because obviously she even made out with a woman and took her life for her. so therefore it's not just about men looking obviously but i mean
0: if i'm if i'm trying to find something good here i mean that's the only thing i can really come up with at this point and the bad bad ugly whatever you want to call it there's just it's kind of sad that a lot of talented people worked on this movie and it's strange that it seems so like cheap and careless. Uh, you've got Toby Hooper here, Dan O'Bannon, Alan Hume, who was the center, center photographer. He worked on Return of Jedi. the Jedi. Um, you've got, you know, Henry Mancini did the score or now that's another thing I want to talk about too, which is going to be my ugly, uh, the score with Michael Kamen, James Horner was approached, but did not get to do anything. But, uh, Henry Mancini did the score here. This score is awful. It, it, It is completely just like overblown and too fantastical to match this movie. In my opinion every time the score kicks in i'm just like what why like this does not fit this movie at all it's just uh, like all of that kind of combined together is just sort of what my good and or my bad and ugly is about this is like for the amount of money that was put into it the people behind the camera all of that i would have expected something a bit better to come out of it and i was just a little let down by this one now to be fair I could probably watch this movie again next year and fucking love it. (laughs) That's just. (laughs) That's Josh.
2: That's how I am with movies. Yeah. Like I I tend to. Expectations play a role. Some movies are better on a second watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood to watch it this time around. Maybe it was the fact that I had to break it up over a couple of sittings. Uh, It could be any number of things, but this time definitely wasn't feeling it. I think it made for a pretty damn good podcast, though. What do you guys
1: think? Yeah, we got to totally trash a movie fun to talk for
0: like
2: about. A,
1: over an hour. It's great. It was fun <laughs> to defend it, even though I couldn't defend it that well. But <laughs> I, wanted to, Did my I best. wanted to touch on the thing. What I, and I know Eric might... Uh, you would no, you can't
0: touch my oh. thing.
1: Whoa, whoa. Who's oh touching whose thing here? I thought we were over this. Benji over it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, no. (laughs) She is taking over the podcast.
1: We're all just a bunch of horny guys now. We can't control ourselves. (laughs) But uh, you mentioned the score. That opening music and at the end of the movie, Mm -hmm. I swear, Eric, you would probably know better than anybody. Go back and listen to it. I swear they use that music in the NFL films football things go back and listen to oh, it really it sounds like they've used this movie in the old like 80s and 90s uh nfl films sure. video that they used to do i did
2: watch a lot of those nfl films so i'm curious go back now. and yeah. listen
1: to that opening score the da- 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 go back to da- pluto da- da- tv da- da- da. yeah dude listen to it because when it came on i literally paused and i went <laughs> i'm not watching nfl films with steve sable <laughs> <What the hell?" laughs> I played it and i went i have heard this before so they either stole it from there or they stole it from here i don't know but go back and take a listen
0: they were like hey we paid henry mancini to make this score we might as well use it for something else cuz it's not a very good movie
1: hey you know these guys do that
2: shit yeah. Yeah. all the time like i'll take this and put it over
1: God, here i've heard the music in braveheart and how many other movies i swear <laughs> are you- yeah that's that that's one thing i
0: mean i i love tarantino and i'll defend him till to my death I, but he over he reuses movie themes like nobody's business. I just watched Kill Bill, the, the, Volume One, the other day, and just he reuses a lot of stuff from old movies. So I mean, that's
2: something that a lot of people like to well, debate his, all about his Tarantino's. Films are so inspired by other stuff. Is that what you mean? Or he's you're saying he's using stuff from his old films? No, he's using stuff from those old films. Oh, like, yeah. I, yeah mean, I mean, that's kind of his shtick, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean,. I, now i really
1: want to hear this nfl film i love those nfl film stuff and <laughs> that shit is amazing the gridiron because <laughs> i mean they use different uh music through all those films but i i swear that i have heard that in like nfl documentary talking about the green bay packers <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you hear this music playing in the background and i'm like oh my god that is, that's it the frozen tundra <laughs> <laughs> of green bay <laughs> Okay. In a world where space
0: vampires suck off football oh my God. people,
1: oh my God. that might have been for That's a better
2: movie. <laughs> I don't
0: know. No, they, I got a premise for you: space vampires come to Earth and they're only looking for football players.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I find that a lot more interesting than what I
1: watched in Life Force. Oh and Josh hates sports ball, so I mean, or he just doesn't care yeah, but, I, but I like,
0: but I like sports ball movies. So there you go.
1: There you go. If it would have thrown football players in it, probably would have made some more money because people wouldn't went to watch vampires and football players. There you go.
2: I will say, I I know we're wrapping up, but your complaints of this remind me of night of the creeps in a very similar, except opposite way where you like night of the creeps even though the effects weren't great and da da da, da, da but it's having fun it's doing things i will admit night of the creeps is more fun i'm having movie, so but- much more fun
0: with night of the creeps than i am with life force <laughs> it's not there, even funny
2: but there are a lot of it, it feels like you could put them in the same category of you know whatever Uh, Same time period, same kind of budget level, same... I'm
0: picking up what you're putting
2: down. You see what I'm saying? And you got some aliens with an invasion Mm -hmm. on Earth. and You can compare them.
0: But what this movie needed, that Night of the Creeps had, and this one didn't is tom atkins <laughs>
2: i'll <laughs> agree with you there make uh make colonel kane tom atkins oh. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. ready to go. it would have been a better movie instantly <laughs> yeah i like that we could Sorry, we could Peter borrow we could
0: borrow from uh that one movie podcast what's it called the rewatchables where they're like could this movie be better with danny trejo we'll just say would this movie be better with tom atkins <laughs>
1: there you go. shoot i would actually watch it better with uh machete so just throw freaking Danny Trejo in it, and Robert yeah. Rodriguez needs to direct this. It'd be better. Make Danny Trejo the space girl, and I'm. <laughs> See, yeah, you give you, you, you. Can't resist that old man. tattooed naked Mexican walking around. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. This is what you do. You, you give it to Robert Rodriguez, and you give him the cast from from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Salma wow. Hayek. Hi- Selma Sal- Hayek is the space oh, girl. Dude.
1: Wow. Oh wow.
0: <laughs> There's a vampire movie for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was either gonna go with like uh, what's her name, Sophia Varaga Varag, as the Sp- Vegaera, whatever. How you pre- I would say make her the space girl.
0: That could work too.
1: Yeah, and you can even use her husband as the main character. What's his name? Joe Maginello, whatever he, how you pronounce his name.
0: Joe oh, Maginello. Yeah, you
1: can make him the main. You can do him as Colonel Carlson. It'll work out perfect. There you go. They can work together in a movie, make um, out. So,
0: I'll take the Robert Rodriguez version over there. I do. One.
1: I still like yeah, it. High- well, I know Robert Rodriguez would still direct it.
0: <laughs>
1: that would make it even better. So,
0: all right. Well, that's going to do it for the conversation about Life Force. Thank God.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Eric, <laughs> the shit you've put me
1: through, uh,
2: <laughs> the shit you put us through. My friend.
1: Come on, man come on at least those that movie like one crazy summer people know that movie it's out there but this <laughs> when you threw this at us I was like oh my god do but I have to watch it ask me hey, th-
2: I, let's put one crazy th- summer up against life force on twitter let's see what happens there I want to see that
0: mm, okay well you can ask me a year from now when I watch life force again if I like it better or worse than I did this time and then we'll see where we can go from you can there,
1: ask me a year from good. now and I will tell you I'm not watching that damn movie again <laughs> I'm over
0: it All right, everyone. Well, if you like this podcast, please make sure you go in and give us a like and give us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, this has been VHS Files Presents the Horror Section. Be kind.
1: Rewind.
2: Rewind.
0: Rewind. Come on
1: been listening to the vhs
0: files presents the horror section we drop new episodes every friday so make sure you're subscribed and leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast interact with us on all social media platforms at vhs files podcast email us your questions comments and movie suggestions at vhsfilespodcast at gmail.com thanks for listening and we'll be back
1: If you like this movie, give us a rating. One to five Dick spaceships. Yeah, I wanted to put my butthole on it. I want to put my butthole whistling Dixie.
2: You don't have a fart noise ro- <laughs> loaded into there? <laughs> there, I'll take care of it for you.
0: I give this movie five Dick spaceships. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I give it
2: a half a dick, the head. <laughs> Depends on your, how you look at it. Maybe just one Dick spaceship's fine. Yeah, it gets a half a dick. One, one is good, five is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got my blooper reel